The word on the street. The word on the street. Word on the street. The word on the street. The word on the street. The word on the street. Welcome, welcome everyone to Word of the Street Podcast. We are here today. I am your host, Eli Johnson, our, our one and only Minister Shaheed, and we have down here Kuana. Now, I don't have none of those fancy names like they do, but they are. I'm <laughs> blessed to be here with them. I'm so happy that we are talking about this today. And, and see... Um, we're going to talk about something that we've noticed that changed down through the years. We're going to be real quick about this. Um, it's about church fashion. Uh, noticing how church fashion over the years have become um, t- uh, outstanding to us is that nowadays, you know, well, back then, I guess you could say, when they was talking with Jesus, they had sackcloths. Uh, they just had brown sackcloths. That's all they had. How do you know Because I got a sackcloth. I got a sackcloth on my bag right now. I got a sackcloth. Because it could have been dirty brown. It could have been. I just well, feel like they all were that silver like and decimated. Maroons, maybe an olive. But I feel like they had different colors. I was talking. Because, see, I was starting with the poor folks that Jesus went to over in the gutters and stuff like that. You know, they were kind of. It wasn't all well dressed like that. It was sackcloth and ashes and then a sarong. <laughs> That's what it was. And, and, and it moved from there. To your, uh, I guess you could say, because I, I don't know, like back, I'm, I'm, I'm a 90s baby and that's all I can remember. <laughs> like people have flat tops and, you know, they're trying to do like the Steve Harvey in church and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure before that, like in the 80s and the 70s, like where they went from what, like afros and wearing just regular plain suits and. I just feel like back in the days, everything was like baggy. Oversized. Yeah, just really oversized. Oversized everything. Like Our their fashion. shirts was oversized. It came out a little out, like you like you know you tuck it and you see somebody's belly, like then it's just just there. And three pieces were like a thing. And they were super long. They were long. They had pencils on in so, church. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can't really tell you from the male's perspective. I, I know. I, I feel like the women in the church back then they were definitely covered and sanctified. Definitely covered. It was giving everything. Your skirt was down to your ankles. Ankles. You wore stockings. Your stockings were not sheer. They were opaque. Opaque. Mm. Um. The co- the head covering. Covered. The minimal to no makeup. Minimal to none. About none. That means eyeshadow. None wasn't there. No, that means eyeshadow, lipstick, not even lip gloss, barely. No, 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 no. no. Chapstick. That's it. It's giving a little compact powder. Blush. No, honey. Compact powder. And they made sure they had them wigs on, right though. Tell you that much. All right, let's go back. (laughs) Let's go back a little further than that. No, wait. Time out. But I seen that, you know, we didn't actually start wearing suits to church until fairly recent. Um, Back when, back when the Pentecostal, back when suits came out, this was your business attire for 
outside of church you came to church you would come as humble as you could so you would come men would come with just the and if you look if you look back even if you look in jamaican culture when you look with a standard older jamaican man outfit here you just got the button-up shirt with the top unbuttoned of course because it's hot outside and you, no but then you got your 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 baggy bridges and that's just how you dress bridges. but that is bridges. that is how people used to come to church because it was looked as you being vain or full of yourself if you wore a full suit to church that's I, 100 percent Okay. I'm about to I'm about to pull up the um I the, disagree. The th- We're going to agree to disagree. Yeah, I'm I gonna feel, pull it up. I don't know. Well, none of but that. I just feel I from my understanding, you came to church wearing your Sunday's best. So even if you go to work and you're in a suit. If that's the best thing that you have, that work suit is going to be your church suit. It's yes, Sunday's best. It's your just Sunday's best. They weren't in the place of wear your Sunday's best because when you say give God your best, they're thinking whatever you put forward to God in service, you give Him your all. Shalagram, I don't think so. Because we read the scripture a few weeks ago where He said, "Don't let your beauty be on the outside; let it be on the inside." Yeah, but they weren't reading that scripture back in the day. No, I'm not saying that they were reading. <laughs> back in the day i'm just saying but there was a point in time where you would come to church and you but would wear living the script you would wear clothes you have to think about it a lot of african-americans they were coming from being slaves they didn't have suits and ties they didn't have they shoes. made their own yes but their own was it was just your standard button-up shirt but it was the best that pants. they had their sunday's best but their sunday's the point of their sunday's best was not to look the best the point of having your sunday's best is to just offer god your best your sunday's best has nothing to do at all with what you are wearing it has everything to do with your service to God. The passion. This do one day I talk I have about passion it. for God. No. I, I have Shahid, passion for things of God. Shahid has the one day beyond all the do one days. 1850s is when they started wearing what we consider today to be church clothes. You can read the article on your own. I think that's something that we do, like even when we take the scripture, come as you are. I think a lot of things that we apply to how people dress and how and it's really supposed to be applied to how you're acting and your your lifestyle. Your the way you dress should not stop you from coming to church. So no. clearly that's yeah. not what they were talking right. about. But the same thing with giving your best to God. If because if just because my best don't look like your best, but when everybody's wearing the same thing, you look at it as oh, why he dressed like you know. Then you start to do that. But I respect the mentality that they had, where it was I'm coming to church not for God. It doesn't matter what I look like as long as I'm in the presence of God doing what he asked me to do to the fullness of it. That's what it means to give God your best, to do everything to the fullness. Now we can take it and drip it over into, all right, let me wear my best clothes. But sometimes, what if all your clothes are raggedy? None of them is your best clothes. Well, you still have to show up. You better, the best one is the one with the least holes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just saying, the, the, the best one is going to be the one with the least holes and the least tears, the least sweat stains. That's your best. The cleanest one in the, in, in the closet. I thought we were talking about church fashion in the apostolic yeah. church. I didn't go through no history. I, if you gave me time to actually do some research, then I could have dug. <laughs> I'm saying, like, we thought that we were talking about the evolution over time. We're not talking, at this point, we're not talking about the inward man. We, we were over here talking about the outward appearance. No, yes, because. Let me finish. Finish, Because I'm trying to get up to the day because I really want to address it so bad. I yeah, really do. Like, that's where we're trying to get to. I just want the viewers to understand right there. The, how we progressed from we're going to just wear. Uh, 
a shirt and pants to now you have to wear a suit and tie. So now you don't have to do all that. If you just want to come in your sweatpants, just wear your sweatpants. And then even in between all of that, we had garments and robes that, that was common. So you go to church, you put your robes on. And then I feel like this topic in particular is so complex because there's also different denominations that dress yeah. different ways. So I've been seeing on TikTok lately, like, this is how the Baptists dress for church. The apostolic. Yeah, like they've been doing like a little slot or something. Like, the, like I'm going to say, some of the fashion is definitely like, Kojic has to be the only thing that's on point. <laughs> but um, Kojic and Baptist. Yeah. But like, that's, it, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, I feel like, let me tell you we're going to talk about fashion. It's so complex. It's deep, like, it's more than just the weird. Like, some people come in their Sunday's best. Like, growing up in a Jamaican household, you come up in your Sunday's best. As a little girl, you had your little white stockings with the frilly socks. Your face is well greased up. You have to, like, you have to look your best. Everything and was a frill. Everything was a frill. And it had nothing to do with scripture. Nothing. Nothing biblical at all. It's just, you're coming to church with your, looking your best. So you can get back your best. Yeah, That's but why I, do I have to look like what? Because my well, best is not your best. Yes, because for someone know. like me, if I look good, I feel good. Yes. And and, and that can be like, because sometimes some Sundays y'all don't be knowing this, but when I ain't got a shape up, that that bothers me that I don't have a shape up, that I came out here with no shape. But no, but, but look, check it out though. You notice, regardless of what bothers me, because it, even when like certain places I go, like when I'm, because I, I have to, what I don't got no car, so I got to come all the way up here. So if I leave something at home, I got to just deal with whatever I got. Right. So if I leave a tie, I leave a shoe, a pair of shoes that I really wanted to wear with what I got on or whatever, put the ensemble together, or whatever. It's gonna bother me the whole time. But I bet you what, I bet you I still dance up and down the aisle regardless of what I got on. But I think that we're all getting to the same point that it's not about what you wear. It's just about your heart posture, right? It's your heart posture. Because what I was trying to get to it here. Yeah, go get Check go this out. After you see all the, 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 after you come from all the sackcloth and you get past into the, the little time when we was like young, you go to the modern day. You know how hard it is to come into church? Praise God. Keep your mind on Jesus. I'm just speaking from a male point of view. Let me tell you something. Come a little closer here. Let me tell you something. Y'all women come in here. I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm, I'm a man at heart, okay? Nothing changed. I'm a man inside, outside, okay? Ain't nothing changed. Some of you see me come in here, and all you see is everything and anything. And it's hard to concentrate. Like, for real. Now, as for some of these guys, they coming in here, and y'all probably notice or probably don't notice. They wearing the tightest jeans and whatnot on. I'm like, bruh, you need to breathe. You're showing too much. <laughs> and 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 and, and it, because it goes both ways. It's not just females. No, the, the guys do too. Like some guys be trying to like really, yeah, like they really want to have the tightest shirt on so they can show off. They going to pump up the. I, so I seen somebody dance and and pull up it and started flexing, and I thought they were gonna rip their shirt, clean off. <laughs> Clean off. When, and, and I don't think it was gonna be on purpose. It just too big. I can't deal. And then not nah, because see my thing is see I don't be looking at no dudes. It be the women. Like I'm a dude. Like I I roam sometimes, <laughs> and I just so happen to roam. And then I'm like, man, 
God, please keep my mind on you because, like, I'm trying to stay focused and everybody. But see, like, now we, like, like our church, we come in uniformed. We have a, a, I mean, pastors say things to us all the time. Like, you know, he talk about y'all stockings and heels. He tell us about suits. We have to wear stockings. Even if I have on a maxi dress, he still expects stockings. Even during the summertime, stockings. For those of you who are men and you don't know what a maxi dress is, it's the one that comes all the way down. Right. Continue. Why'd you type that out? <laughs> we could have really said that. Anyway, stockings and high heels. Now, I do not want to wear a high heel every day. I only wear them when I'm up there and I kick them things off. <laughs> high heels are uncomfortable to wear. Unless you have a really good comfortable pair. But that's the set rules. He expects for the men to have on a suit, especially when you're on the pulpit. Turtlenecks, no. Button up with no tie, no. What if you got no collar, like no collar shirt? No. <laughs> You will be on the second row. You will not be on the first row. No tie, no colors. So, he has his own set of rules. But then again, like we spoke about before, like standards of the house. Every house has a different set of standards. And then, like, when we talk about fashion in the church world, like, there's some people who, some churches, like, they dress up like they go on a convocation. Yeah. You know how much money? They got it like that, though. I ain't gonna lie. From a woman's perspective, I have a few hats. I just got into it last year. Do I want to go back? Maybe not. <laughs> um, hats are expensive. Mm. Hats, I mean, you can get your hats from the online boutique. Minnie and I, shout out to Minnie mostly. Minnie and I, we call them Jethro. <laughs> because they're catalog hats. So those oh. cost like maybe like a 100, 150. But then hats, custom hats can range anywhere between $250 to $600. Not gonna lie, I'm about to tell on myself, my white hat, the top hat with the rhinestones, costs a little over $400. It feels It's heavy. It's quality work though. And then you have people with the custom suits. Custom suits and custom dresses for women. Custom Anything custom is expensive. Custom. Unless they got an afterpay program. And I love Especially if you big body, you need extra material. Yeah, and then you have the people who want to show up with the shoes. Shoes are big. Shoes is dumb. Red bottoms, expensive. $800 for a high heel. People, I mean, I feel like now, I feel like we're in a time now where church has some have become like a fashion show. Materialistic logo. Yeah, like it's like fashion. Everyone yeah. knows our convocation. You about to come. You about to show yeah. up. Show out. You plan your outfits for convocation. Oh yeah, long. The start of the year. The start of the year. I promise you, I got like three on the list. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. And then, and then convocation is like no repeat offenders. Whatever you wore the year before, you're not wearing that last year. So I feel that's like not, that's what you wear on the day Sunday. Because I'm gonna wear whatever I have. Sha Graham is just getting there. <laughs> How did we even get into that though? Cause I don't even know how I start doing that. Like picking your outfits out ahead of time. I know, like every convoc, like like you said, yes. But during the convocation, like before convocation, like we right after convocation, immediately after that, I'm writing down the next color suits I'm wearing for the convocation. I think it's a 
cultural. It's a culture. I think thing. it's definitely a culture. And you know, I I hate that we do this all the time. How we separate black church, white church, this church. However, we can't oh, deny that these know? factions do exist. We created them. We're not saying that it's okay that they exist, but because they do exist, there are again standards amongst us. Whereas, as a lot of these convocations and conferences and aim and. All of these conventions that we do, a lot of it has really become some sort of fashion show. So you come in and you see everybody all decked out and dressed out in their their sequins and their nice attire, all this kind of stuff. You know, the fancy pattern ties, the double-breasted blazer. You got your your brown shoes with the with the patches on. You know, the patches, the nice patches, the fancy patches they put on the shoes. You got your leprechaun buckles. You got all there's all types of different fashion statements that we have. So I think we get into the habit of seeing, oh, they look so nice last year, but you know, and then you kind of feel like, you know, what, I can step it up some. So then you're already planning for how you're going to step it up next year. I don't think that a lot of people are doing it like, let me plan for next year so I can look better. Just kind of like, wow, this is what people are wearing. Let me, you know, up my game. Of, I, don't I really think, I think from, you know, I'm in there. Um, yeah, you know, when it comes down you know, I don't play when it comes to my convocation fits. I have them things. So my thing is not trying to one-up somebody. When I choose my stuff for convocation, I guess it's kind of like trying to one-up myself, but I know that I can't do whatever I want to do, whatever I did the year prior to. So it's kind of like, I'm, I'm going to choose this. I want something custom, da 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 I would say the only thing that I do plan in advance is Easter. You know, it's when I don't plan. I, no. All the holidays, I don't look forward to. I plan Easter. I was just on the phone last, last week, and I was just like, I think this year I'm going to do lavender. I think I just answered myself. You I do. <laughs> you don't, we don't plan the exact apple, we plan colors. Like, yeah. okay, I feel like, I think, because, what am I trying to say? I feel like fashion has become such a big thing yeah. in the black church because i can honestly say like other apostolic churches who are um not african-american they they come as a like they wear their long i like to call them frocks their long dresses their stuff is down to their elbow, elbows their stuff is down to their ankles like they they don't care like they're gonna show up and show out but i feel like as a culture, the black church, we kind of took Sunday's best and like charged it like times 20. But how does Sunday, that's that's my main question is how does Sunday's best Did go you? from? Because you, I don't know, you but mean, from like how he said in the beginning, we was wearing something, and I get that fashion changes through the year. Yeah. But as the body of Christ, we should not be changing. So how do we go from everybody's, everybody's wearing something that goes to the ankles, to now yeah. only women wear something that goes to the ankle, to now men, you need to be in a suit, to now it's sweatpants, t-shirts, and hoodies. Like, at, at what point does the church stay? It's going to be whatever. We're going to do this. And I can, I praise the Catholic Church because they do have a good sense of, if you come to church, you need to be looking like this. Yeah, they might have on their blue jeans, their belt, but that shirt is going to be tucked in and then shoot, you know, they're going to still look 
like, like they're going yeah like they're going to work or whatever you know what I mean so at what point does the church say as a whole because you know we all do it individually we have a, a suit and tie rule here but when you go what point do we have what was the council of Nicaea right when they put the bible together that's what that was so why when do we have another council that comes together and say as the body of Christ we need to stand for xyz and this is what it is and you send that out because we have these great we have bishop page who everybody you know bishop page says something it's gold you have people like uh at a point in time bishop tdj he says something that's just what it is so when do we get all these gospel greats to come together for the betterment of the body and this is not just even talking about how we dress i can answer you go ahead answer us people want to be comfortable and they want to prove others so if you look at it what i just said you're the pastor, not our pastor. <laughs> the pastor or the leader of whatever denomination, church, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. is not either putting that best or the heavy foot forward on or and, and pushing it on their back to like say, hey, let's get right. They want them to be comfortable because it's starting to look like now. And I heard, I, I don't know who it was. I think it was actually T.J. Jake's wife. They said, leave the kids alone. And she said it in, in, in the sense of, let them come in church. Stop talking about them. They come in, they crop top, so what? Go in the church. They come in skinny jeans, so what? Let them come in the church. But yeah. that makes sense for someone who doesn't know any better. You have folks. You have folks who've been. I'm gonna go wrap around. Like the girl. <laughs> All right, true story. And this is not so much about dress, but it's still the same concept. We were in a service. I think Pastor Deshawn was there too. And um, the girl comes in the church. It was her birthday. She comes in off the street, so that was okay. So nobody cared about what she was wearing. But then she walks up to the church and she just starts dropping it low in I the middle of. I was there for that. Okay, and but at, at that point in time, it was an apostolic church so you know as soon as she dropped that one dip the folks got around her like no 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 there's not that kind of place but if I understand letting kids be kids letting young people be young people but there still should be a limitation to how how much of the rules don't apply to you how much of the standard are you allowed to skate by because you're not understanding but even then you have kids who are like um sam's age and aaron's age and they're at the age where they can understand you need to present yourself a certain way so even let kids be kids that is still not an acceptable answer even though i get like let people live the life of the living and god will change them but when it comes down to rules processes proceed i love those kind of things the standard i feel like mm-hmm. the standard is enforced then the people will follow so we have the wrong people in leadership that's what you're saying I, no no no, no that's what you, you need to clean them out that's Hold not on. what i said Hold that's what i said Hold i on. said i said like we said before every house has a standard now say if i were to come in to this building this edifice Say if I were to come in here with no stockings on and my dress is above my knee and I got heels on with my toes out and then I'm on the pulpit. You know I would get chewed out. Chewed from the ruta to the tuda. I would never be on the pulpit ever again. Which I mean I don't mind. But <laughs> I will not be on the pulpit ever again. And it's because the standard that Bishop has put in place like you cannot be on the pulpit looking any old kind of way there has to be some kind of reverence for the house man i wish i knew that scripture and um i feel like because every house has a different standard some houses you can go in looking like you just came off work and you were at home the whole time there's some houses where you have to dress up looking like 
a Kojic convocation. There's, you know, each house has a different standard. Isn't there a scripture that, like, I'm, I have no, I, I remember talking about it with someone. I feel like it was Pastor Deshaun, and I talked about it about people coming in the church, um, and I heard um, something about like if you know better, you do better, or some. I, I, like I'm not saying that's just what the scripture say, but it's like somewhere around there saying something about like you know. Um, you know, you in the world, you're going to do whatever. You start following Christ, you're going to start, like, getting in line. You're going to start doing what Christ does. You're going to start getting on track. So, like, for instance, those people, those kids, or whoever comes in the church, dress how, how they are, they don't know no better. Or even if they do go to church or whatever, or been to a couple of churches, I mean, some people know, like, you're not just going to walk up into a church just... Uh, pants sagging and do rag with the like you ain't gonna rep your set and anything like that or whatever. But like, no, nah, I'm just saying like you're just not gonna walk in the church and be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm out here just you know, ABC whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't because I didn't want to like no game relations at all <laughs> whatsoever. Fun fact, because I was looking for the scripture. Yeah. No, I didn't. Um, what I did find though, and I just thought this would be appropriate because we do go to church where the women like to cover their heads. According to 1 Corinthians, only wives are supposed to cover their heads. Every man should have their head uncovered when praying and prophesying, but every wife who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head. So, you know, a lot of people, they feel like I just have to do it. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. I choose to. You're not a wife though. I choose. <laughs> <laughs> See? I choose to, it's something, when you grow up a certain way, it it's hard to stray from it. Like, I, he was raised right. I was raised in this place to not come in here with no pants on. And if I did, the one time I put I had pants on, they had a skirt for me in the back. Nobody would do that. And then I had to put a skirt on top of my pants. Or, if I knew that I'm coming straight from somewhere, I had a skirt in my bag. And if I don't want to come to church, I'm going to have my skirt on standby and I'm going to have my skirt on. We had chapel caps. We had, and even if you didn't have one on, you had a toilet tissue, you had a paper towel, your head was covered, or you had a hat on. So it's, it's, I guess it's tradition. Well, I think, it's, it's, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's. It's, I can't, I, I, it's, you can't do it. It's, it's, you can't do it. Like, if I, if I'm coming here with pants on, I'm sitting in the back. I would not be in the front. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And I've done this before. You feel uncomfortable. I feel, I'm, I feel so uncomfortable. I feel like I'm disrespecting. If I ever came in here on a Sunday with nothing, like jeans and stuff like that, yes. I feel the same way. If, if I ever come in, I'm sitting in the back. There's times that I have come from work. I leave work early to come here for service and then I have pants on. I'm sitting in the back. I'm not gonna make my way up to the front. Mm. Let me give y'all a scripture shower. Second Timothy <laughs> chapter two verse twenty two. This 22. water is heavy. So flee from passions that are youthful and pursue righteousness. Therefore, the scripture going towards what um, that first lady. I'm not gonna say her name is because I don't want to rebuke nobody. But she was wrong for that because the Bible says flee from that. Don't. It's not about letting children be children. It's about train up a child in the way he should go, and when he grows old, he will not depart from them. Second one, I want to go to Peter. Where was that at? Peter. First Peter. Peter. <laughs> First Peter chapter three verses 
3 through 8. I'm not going to read all of that though, but it says, Do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair, the putting on of gold jewelry, or the clothing you wear, but let your adorning be hidden, the person of the heart, with the impersonable, imperishable beauty and gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is precious. For this is how the holy woman who hoped in God's used who hoped in God used to adorn themselves by submitting to their husbands as Sarah Old, yeah, that, that part is, you know, for the wives too. But when it comes down to what you wear, like, so it, it's not, our Sunday best is not about looking good. It's about, I can get the being comfortable part. Cause you want, if you, you can't give God your best if you're not comfortable. If your suit is too tight, your dress is too short, um, your legs is too greasy, your shoes is too sh small, your heels is too, all that kind of, if, if it's interfering with your praise, then I can understand stripping that out. Being comfortable is okay. Cause if I'm comfortable, I can give it my all. If yeah. you, know, you go to the gym, if you go to the gym in a suit, you're going to be able to work the way you need to work. I mean, some people don't do it. <laughs> but if you, go to, if you go to the gym in your sweatpants or your shorts, you're just appropriate for the activities that you're doing. I think that's what we need so to focus dressing, on. you're dressing appropriate for the house. For what you're doing. No, for, not for where you're going, for, for what you are doing. Okay. Because I can go to, um, say I'm going to the shelter and I'm going to go baptize people and lay hands. I'm not wearing a suit to that. I'm going to come in with a pair of But suit. you know who would wear a suit? I know who would wear a suit. <laughs> I know who will wear a suit, but we're not talking about him. Like, the disclaimer, our views and opinions may be different from the views and opinions of our pastor. And yes. that's 100% okay. Yes, he for show for the three P's. Yeah, that, yeah. But that, that's his, and that's his, um, what's the word? Starts with the P. Prerogative? No. no. <laughs> that's his preference. That's the word I was yes. looking for. But other than that, you, we should really just be dressing for the occasion. It, just for the work that you're about to do. If I tell you guys next Sunday it is it's field work Sunday, we're gonna go do um clean up the outside, we're gonna be picking up trash, breaking be that's stuff like that. Why would you show up in your best suit? Why would you show up? Period. <laughs> Because it's ministry. That's um, why. I want to call you somebody else. <laughs> so, so that's all I'm saying is like when you come to the house of God, you have to just be mindful that I'm coming here to work. You might have to lay on the floor with people on the altar. You might have exactly to that. have the folks. You might have to be dealing with the purge. You might have to stop devils and point your finger and all of that. But the point is you have to just be dressed to where you can do that without hindrance if your skirt is too short and you're bending over to lay hands now i see your i wouldn't wedding, feel, i wouldn't i would tell them no your I fruit was all out the cornucopia is empty and you bent over you know you gotta make sure your, your stuff is tucked in that's why you have to come in the church and, and make sure you're right. Stop playing with God. Because we go bust around to get you right. Because we are pressed for time. We do have another service. But Minister Eli, if you want to take service. us out. Well, that's it. That's all we got to say. See you later. Next time, like, share, comment. On that note, this is the word on the street. Word Bye. on the street. Bye. The word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street.